0: Hey Wow It's been many weeks for the Bridgeview fire Pod. It's been too long and
1: a lot has happened Maybe we should take a break more often
0: So many games, bad results, good results, stadium news well, Defensive signing
1: I mean, how do you feel about the fire right now? Going. Fan
0: infighting
1: Fan infighting? There's probably some fan in-loving too
0: Yeah, sure
1: Maybe Small percent. Not on Twitter. (laughs) No one's hugging each other on Twitter.
0: No. It's pretty bad right now. What, uh. I
1: think think it means people care.
0: Maybe too much. (laughs) Or it's too personal. Yeah, yeah.
1: when it gets personal, I agree. It's gone too far. But I think generally the conversation's been pretty positive. I don't want to read into the personal
0: shit. Nah. Poisonous. We're staying out of it. Hell yeah, we are. Bridget fired our peeps.
1: Switzerland fired Twitter. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, History looks down great At least, point. no, over
0: the last few years We're definitely Switzerland It's
1: probably a bad reference I'm sure there's some like take about World War II
0: and Yeah, like, people are okay. going to come after us yeah. now uh, So I'll show you But the actual stuff we're going to talk about Is like Soldier Field Yeah Fire beating, bad teams Hey, someone's got to do it And uh, that's about it, right? New contender standings. We haven't talked about MLS in a while. We're going to
1: refresh our contender, run through the new stadium deal. Well, there's a new. Some some, uh, speculation, as we're wont to do on this podcast.
0: We like to speculate. Um, Anything else? Not really. Standard pod. Kiki, Uh, what are you doing over there? Kiki's going to slurp some water. She's really going after that water. I hope all the audio picks that up. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I mean, what, let's, I mean, let's not let's not jump into it yet. How you okay. been, man? It's been a long time. Yeah. I've been good, busy, dude. Busy with what? I have the new job. Yes, new job. In the like a, that R word, responsibility. Are you in charge of everybody? <laughs> no, not yet. Yeah. Uh, Other than that, Derby Day was fun. How was
1: the Metro ride back from Derby Day? Pretty lit. Pretty, lit,
0: good. Yeah, people are
1: very crazy. That's a a good party right there, the Metro ride back to the city.
0: Yeah. It's like 45 minutes of nonsense. People have no idea what's going on. A lot of girls that are lost and stuff like that. Only the girls are lost? The boys mostly just pass out. (laughs) Boys aren't even trying to get home. No. They're not lost, they're just zonked out Yeah Pick your poison, right? So yeah, but since Joe's wedding, it's has non-stop Concerts and Derby Day I saw Foles
1: Oh yeah? Where was that at? That was
0: great, Riff I like Foles be honest, jumped off out of the uh, one of the opera booths I've never seen that before at the Riff That's outrageous Yeah, that's pretty sweet That's
1: a far fall
0: Yeah He got caught, he's alive Holy cow What about you?
1: Uh, what's going on in my
0: life? Well, you moved.
1: I moved to Logan Square.
0: From Bridgeport to Logan Square. Literally across the entire city of Chicago. You know, I grew up on the south side, and now I'm going to grow up on the north side. <laughs> I don't think you can... I don't think Logan can be called north side. I don't like that. You,
1: you northwest? It's just northwest Logan Square. Side to, you know, it's, it's just Logan. To us southsiders, everything is north side. <laughs>
0: You, you know, sound like uh, one of the wild links. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> Everything is the south.
1: You know, you guys, you uh, northsiders are always arguing over east versus west of the river, but us it's more of a north south debate. Mhm. But I'm proud to be west of the river. Still I, I still feel like I affiliate with the west of the river. Yeah. <laughs> but um yeah, I'm happy to be up in Logan. We got a big old big old space, taking a lot of baths. Yeah. Good stuff. I like a, a good bath.
0: A nice 30-minute bath. Oh, everyone loves a good bath. Kiki's being dragged out of the room right now by Rachel. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's making too much noise. Poor. Poor Kiki. Poor
1: Pop. She just wants to party. It's Friday night. <laughs>
0: uh yeah so let's talk fire we actually ran out of intro music so this one's going to be really awkward this is the
1: longest intro in bridgeview firepod history feel proud avid listeners yeah thank
0: you for listening this is
1: the same emotion you should feel when you travel to wisconsin you see the sign for world's largest culvers and you're like hell yeah let's go check out the world's largest culvers and you go in and it's like five square feet bigger than all the other It it
0: looks like all of the other culvers that's what this intro is like one of our friends, David Thomas Gusloff, po- posted today, actually. It's funny you bring up Culver's. He posted a picture today of his burger Yeah. from Culver's. He was like, I asked for extra pickles. It was a burger with one pickle just in the middle. <laughs> what? Look, they either messed up or they were angry about him asking they for extra totally pickles. They were totally trolling him. So they gave him one pickle.
1: That's hilarious. It was so yeah, Facebook. Culver's.
0: Gotta step it up. That's funny. If you want extra pickles, you should get extra pickles. I, I
1: thought you were gonna say like they gave him like fifteen pickles or something. No, like just that. one single pickle. You know what? That's that's what he deserves for wanting extra pickles.
0: Yeah, I mean, also it's Wisconsin, so what like... kind of degenerate wants fifteen pickles on their burger? <laughs> I don't know. I'm people... here to judge, right? Now. I'd like like two or three. Do you think he's an avid listener? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe once in a blue moon. Yeah he's more of a packers guy david
1: if you're if you're listening uh i love you but have less pickles on your burger
0: yeah you're taking away the flavor the other flavors that's right you need to enjoy the beef (laughs) (laughs) enjoy the beef all right (laughs) on that note uh should we jump should we just go into part one since we're already past the uh the intro is there any way to like do that transition thing at this point or no Let's just keep going. Alright,
1: yeah, this will be the first ever Bridgeview Fire pod without, uh...
0: No bricks. Animation. We already, we listened to all of Morning Benz by Carbon Tigers, so right, we're good to go. This.
1: Welcome back! Here's part one of the Bridgeview Fire podcast.
0: That was good. Thank you. Good enunciation. Thank you. That's a word, right? Something. You enunciated very well.
1: Uh, alright, let's
0: start with... Are some, we rusty?
1: Oh, we're very rusty. Okay, cool. But we're rambling. We're like uh, the rambling man.
0: Lord, I was born a rambling man.
1: Killed it. Who is that? Is that Almond Brothers? Am I wrong? I'm going to be embarrassed if I'm wrong.
0: Anyway, there have been four fire games since we potted. 1-0 loss in New York at the baseball field. Montreal, 1-0 fire loss there on a brown patch of grass. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. LAFC 0-0 out in LA. Weird, yeah. weird game.
1: That's, so that's definitely the best result of those three. Of I, I want to pause there before we get into New England. But So LAFC was a good result, right? Yeah. Which which result was worse to you, the NYC result or the Montreal result?
0: The NYC one I was frustrated because I feel like we should have really gotten a point. But Montreal, the same way too. Yeah. I don't know. They're both really frustrating. I thought we played worse. Against New, New York. York City,
1: because I I think we're that that baseball field. I've it's, never seen a, a good soccer game. on It's that almost field.
0: terrifying. Yeah, I it hurts to look at Speaking it. Speaking of
1: like stadiums and success of clubs, that is a theme <laughs> we'll get into much much later in this yeah. podcast. But that is uh, that stadium does not. It's it's not a soccer game.
0: No, it's terrible. I've not I haven't been, but it doesn't. We were talking to someone, though, because that was the game that was the Section 8 party at Go Tavern.
1: Yes. I won so a I was jersey, talking by to, the way.
0: You did. And I was talking to someone about who did go for a soccer game, and they said it was just garbage. Yankee Stadiums look terrible. Like, even as it's a just, spectator. It, it's, like, worse to be there than it is on TV, and on TV it's pretty weird to look at. Yeah. I don't know. I get frustrated when we lose to NYC because I just hate them for yeah. no reason.
1: I, I don't like any of the expansion teams. Maybe it's just uh eh. well. I do like Minnesota. United. I don't
0: mind some of them. <laughs> NYC is one that like was just made up out of nowhere. I think
1: I think it's the fact that MLS like allowed them to come into the league with a baseball stadium as their their field and like still continues to allow it.
0: But I think when they came in to the league, it was like, well, they're only gonna play at Yankee Stadium for a year or two. Yeah, it's and been then they'll have a stadium, and it's been many years.
1: I don't know what the progress on that stadium is, so if Zero, any of have listeners... It like, sounds like know, there's nothing. I thought that was the case. Nothing. It's definitely not, like, next year, right? Like, every replaying? No. Yeah. yeah. That's...
0: No solution in sight. That's ridiculous. Um. So, yeah. Montreal... We We. You're right. We played better against Montreal.
1: That was the uh, Jorge Corrales got burned by... Burned Omar to give up the goal, yeah. Let up some weird-ass goal.
0: I um, mean... We, we could have gotten a point in either of those games.
1: They were they were
0: very bad games, uh, very bad soccer us. games to watch, especially attacking wise from us. It was. The LAFC game wasn't really be- any better attacking wise from us. We yeah. had a couple chances, but not many. When
1: you go to LAFC and you're like clearly playing for a point and you earn that point, I have less complaints. Like with Montreal, I think we were in a position to win the game and didn't. NYCFC, we didn't play them. I think we had some chances, but we didn't finish again. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it was a matter of what are the
0: expectations before the game and what's the Oh, you, you would take a point all day against LAFC. Yeah. So, it's, good yeah, result. Exactly. That's what you're saying. Yeah, LAFC's good. They were way off their game in that one.
1: They haven't uh, got a win in like four games now, though. So, they're kind of in a rut.
0: They have some draws though?
1: Maybe. They don't. Well, they had a if those. I was
0: them, I wouldn't be too worried.
1: No, it's definitely a blip on the radar. You want to talk about the good fire game?
0: Yeah, so recently, the last one on Wednesday, fire five, New England zero. Uh, before we get into the good stuff, New England is just an absolutely awful soccer team. I mean, One we, of the worst I've seen, I think.
1: We mentioned it multiple times throughout that game. its It was the worst opponent we've seen the fire play in a long time.
0: In recent memory. Yeah. They were so bad. They could not hold on to the it, ball. They couldn't defend. It looked defend. like they didn't
1: want to defend. Like, n- no. When Nikolic is getting like multiple through balls, you know you're doing something wrong because he's the slowest man alive.
0: Yeah. And I guess you could start there. Nico had two... Breakers. Pretty clear chances. The first one for sure, very much a goal. The second one, th- probably should score, but also a decent save. Give the goalie say. a little credit. For I'll it.
1: give the goalie credit.
0: I, I will say, I, but it, he should have buried one out of the two.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. What's we'll, we'll we'll end on that. I don't want to dog on Nikola too Nikolic too much.
0: I Why? was everyone I,
1: else is, dude. Because I did it on Wednesday. I've done it before. The, everyone knows he's not a fantastic soccer player. He's not gonna do a Maradona. He rainbow, doesn't need bicycle to Bicycle kick goal. He's going to put the ball in the net, and he did, and he and continues he, to do it this right. year.
0: So, yeah, he could add three or four goals in this game, but he winds up with two. But, yeah, we had early breakaways. I think we were getting a little worried around 20th minute that it was going to be one of those games where we just dominate and they poach some shitty goal, and yeah. then we're losing 1-0 that and chasing a game.
1: draw,
0: yeah. So I'm really glad that didn't happen. I remember that discussion during the game um before we go further you want to do the lineup you're the lineup guy for sure um this was the first time with
1: uh calvo in the lineup francisco is that his first name yeah
0: francisco calvo you might want to mention too this is the lineup we've been preaching that they should go with. yes they this was before a- the season even started we said this was probably the best. This was the three-five-two
1: that we've been asking for. Frankowski on the right flank because of his speed and his ability to defend. Corrales, who's not necessarily the greatest in either direction, but like he's he's kind of a two-way player and just not a great two-way player. You know what I mean? Like
0: this role suits him better than being a traditional left back. Without
1: <laughs> a doubt, I thought he had his best game in a fire uniform. Which... He's
0: had a couple recently since his really bad game in Montreal. I'm not saying he's... You're not he's, endorsing him. I'm not endorsing him, but he has been not terrible in, in the last two games.
1: I'll say Mike Corral's criticism because he had a good game. Yeah. I'll just say that I don't want him to be on the left no, flank.
0: Edwards will start there okay. if he's healthy. That's
1: I think that's the goal. Regardless, so we started in the 3-5-2. Calvo starting in center back, which is actually part of the reason he said he was glad to move from Minnesota because they were playing mm-hmm. him outside, and he said he didn't like that. So, Calvo center back, Schweinsteiger center back, and Johan Kapelhoff at center back. Uh, the five midfielders, uh, as mentioned, uh, Corrales on the left wing, Frank Kowski on the right wing, Mihailovic and McCarty playing in the, the uh, midfield. I think this was more of that like vertical midfield that we had talked about where McCarty was the deep line. Yeah. Uh, Mihailovic was playing kind of like that eight, and then Gaitan was the, the 10 in this formation. Uh, and then the Kitai and uh, Nikolic were playing up top together. I think Katai his role was generally to float uh, on any of the wings, right side, left side. Like, he
0: was kind of just looking for he that space. He stayed very forward. Exactly. He, and this suits him because he doesn't like to track back anyway. Yeah. I thought it was a great formation. Like, I subbed uh, Raheem Edwards in, and I, I don't know that I'd change a thing. I don't know that, yeah, I think with Edwards in, I don't know that we can beat that. Um... Those are all of our best players, right? I mean, if you put in Sapong Edwards. is the only one I would argue for,
1: like, subs or if Nikolic gets cold. Yeah, or Katai. Yeah. You could, you could
0: do Sapong up top and Katai on the flank for This Frankowski is why we playing. liked this from the beginning. There's so much tactical flexibility. Agreed. Yeah. Everyone has, was worried before the season started, well, we can't play Frankowski get right back because, like, that's going to be a waste of his talent. But, like, In this formation, Frankowski can get very far forward, and Dax or Mihailovic can cover in behind him. Yep, That's a simple little tweak that can happen throughout the game, and they could also shift that to a back four very easily, where Corrales just becomes the left back and Kapelhoff becomes the right back.
1: I do say I want to see this formation against a better team, though.
0: Absolutely. I think think that is like, while we sit here and... Pl- applaud the fire in this game and everything they've done. We have to keep in mind that this was probably the worst team in MLS. A historically bad team, I yeah, think. Yeah, they're on fire. <laughs> Burning. They're, yeah, they're on fire
1: in the worst way possible. Uh, uh, as evidenced by the fact that Brad Friedel was fired yes. after the game.
0: yes. And he should be. Yeah, yeah, that team does not look like they even care to be on the field.
1: Although um, I've heard the criticism, and I think it's one that we've echoed before about people who want Panovich fired, is that Friedel couldn't do shit with that team. Like I'll go, I'll list the New England Revolution uh, yeah, roster it's, here. it's pretty bad. We had uh, was it Edgar Castillo left back, Aunt Jaleel Baba, Hanibaba, uh, Baba, uh, Delamea at center back, who's been on the team for a while. Andrew Farrell's been on the team for a while. The midfield is Diego Fagundes, Wilfred Sahibo, Luis Casado, and uh, Buchanan. I don't know that guy. He looked like a young He was young, the young guy, and he had a... I thought he had a woeful game. He was turning the ball over like crazy. Up top was another Caicedo, uh, Juan Fernando. I think he's the one that's been scoring a little bit of a uh, few goals. He's been around. And, and then Carlos
0: sc- Gil is supposed to be the big DP the signing, signing yeah. this,
1: this year, and he hasn't done a whole There's lot.
0: There's like just no rhyme or reason or cohesion to that team at right. all
1: so that's where i say like i don't know if it's all on Friedel. like i agree he probably should have been fired because clearly that team was not motivated not trying at all but i mean they're not gonna they're, they're the same as the fire they're not gonna compete until new uh, ownership new well i don't know if they'll ever get new ownership because their owner is uh robert Kraft. yeah he's not gonna let go of that team but nice if they, if he can somehow find a guy to, you know, run the team like a GM style role that actually finds some good players for New England, because I
0: think the money's there for that club. It's just a willingness. Yeah, to spend their it. attendance is is bad, if not worse than ours. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're bad. But wins a win. Hey, you should beat the good. You should beat the bad teams that you play. It's good to see us do that and yeah. not have Commanding to struggle. Too. Yeah. A good so, time. goal is 28th minute, right? No mm-hmm. mind you, Nikolic. Nikolic, uh, that was the one that Basti flicked to him, right? The first the, one? The replay we're about to get for the uh, first goal and the second goal amazing. Well oh, no, be the, the first same. one was Gaitan, but they're basically the same goal. Yeah. Uh, f- balls get flicked to the back post and off Nico just, uh, yeah, off dead balls, free kicks, and Nico just pounces on them. Yep. The first one was straight to Nico. The second one, uh, Basti had a little layoff it, slash yeah.
1: attempt at goal that got rebounded by Nikolic.
0: Good runs by Nico to seal the Great back runs. post, no make one. sure that the ball doesn't get through, and yeah. also terrible defending. Yep. But a goal he's a goal scorer. It's a poacher's Both of them are poacher's goals. It's his goals. dream. Yep. He got them both. He could have missed. Mm-hmm. Uh, someone did miss. Who missed for us? Like a, oh, Frankowski, Frankowski Frankowski missed, missed a sitter. such an easy one. And it, header. Was, it
1: would have been awesome because Guy Tan's setup for that was amazing because yeah. he dangled He hit the somewhere. post, right?
0: Yeah. Frankowski hit the post. Headered it right off the post. Uh, that was the first half. So, Nico Brace, first half. Uh, Felt
1: like we should have been up 4-5 now. Yeah. At
0: half. We had to wait a bit in the second half for our third goal, but Bronico scored an absolute banger. It was a... <laughs> completely unexpected
1: you could hear it in dan kelly's voice when he was commentating he's like bronico what <laughs> it was it was hilarious the intonation suggests uh, the surprise
0: very hazard in this goal oh yeah very katai yeah sure dribbles into the box keeps kind of dangling and then cuts back right cuts back right just like created just enough space to get his shot off that little curler and then the curler into the back with good pace too back post it was a hell of a shot it wasn't easy. No, excellent goal.
1: Bronico has those moments, man. Like I remember a couple games last year where he had some really good assists, and he, he's put some good shots on target. Like I think there's a reason we re-signed him, which is kind and of- and Mo, him. I put them both in that. We have a lot of depth at center mid. I agree. Most most surprising in his ability to lock down like one on one, even a super, defensive like, guy. He, I would put him on like Zlatan and not worry, like he's that good at one on one defending. Bronico's deceiving in that he doesn't look like he'd have any kind of attacking type of skill or flair, but every once in a while he he shows it and
0: it's it's cool when he does. So, props to him and congrats Sign on the new, new contract. Con, yeah. so he'll be around for a bit. Yeah, uh, that's good. Good for us because. I would not be like I'm not disappointed to see his name or Moe's name come up on the team sheet. And both of them found time uh, in this game. They which will awesome. continue to get that time. I hope so. Tan. first goal. First goal in the fire kick. Uh,
1: leading into this game, I was a little bit uh, not fully bought into Gaitan. Like, and and I I want to clarify that I that doesn't mean I think he was bad in his first, what, four or five appearances for the fire. I just thought he wasn't dominant. I thought he was an average to maybe above average player. I think this was the game where he finally showed, like, given the space and the time, what can he do in a fire tree? And
0: opposition. I think we have to keep this in mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's it's hard to read into anything. Well, I think, happens.
0: do we still agree that evidence so far probably suggests to him being an average starting attacking mid in MLS, or do you think it's higher?
1: Slightly, I'd say slightly higher, only in that he's created a lot of chances, even before this game, and we're not finishing. But I think what's disappointing, not in terms of on his personal level, I don't think he ever had that expectation, and I blame myself and maybe the media covering the fire for this, He's not gonna be a Giovanni. He's not gonna score a ton of goals. He clearly is not gonna score a lot of goals. No, I, I didn't have that. He's a big old. I, I for some reason I kind of wanted him to come in and be, of Diego Valeri type player. Or Piatti. Piatti, right? He's like, not gonna
0: be that. He's
1: clearly not. But that, and he doesn't have to be.
0: Well, he doesn't have to be if others are scoring. Correct. Because you do need some game changers, and I think that's where like Katai has to step it up. Mm-hmm. Um. I thought Kati had a great game. He assisted Guy uh, goal. He did have goal. a good game.
1: Uh, um, Frankowski on the fifth goal, which was a weird nutmeg fluke finish, should have slotted it to Kati for the tapping, but he didn't. And so his, his first goal, goal too, right? Yes, so for Frankowski's
0: first. Goal. Thank you, New England. <laughs> for, what a get, what a Wednesday some night. Confidence <laughs>
1: into the Chicago. I player. mean,
0: if they yeah. don't have confidence for Saturday night, I don't know what. What to do? Because that's another game they must win. It's Minnesota, right?
1: Yeah, it's Minnesota at home. Minnesota's playing well, but you have you to take beat. points. Minnesota is a mid-tier Western Conference team. If you want to make the if you want to make the playoffs, you got to beat cross-conference foes at home.
0: Yeah, you got to be almost beating everyone at home. Yeah, and we'll see. Because yeah, I mean, this was a great game. I don't know. We had 16 shots. They had four. The possession's misleading. It's not as big of a number. We only had 52%, but that doesn't really matter because we just slaughtered them. Their possession was meaningless. Yeah. I almost like when we don't have 60%. There's a few games we've had this
1: season where we've had like 60% possession and everyone points to so it and is like, we, look, we should have won. And we it get like,
0: bogged down, though. I mean, just, like,
1: it's all unproductive. It's, it's And then we're the all bad.
0: everyone's just sitting around the box trying to figure out how we can exactly. score, and that's not how Nico's going to score. I think that was a part of a
1: product of the three five two. I think it helped us like push more, right? Which Get we, those wingers up there. Exactly. So you're not going to have that possession number, but you're going to have a lot more dangerous chances. I think, but mm-hmm. maybe that was just this game because uh, repeat number like
0: sixteen. Uh, the fire, or sorry, the revolution were horrible. <laughs> they were so bad, but wins a win. Wins a win. I don't know if we can say anything else. I, I had, had a blast result. watching that game. When's the last time with the fire won five nil? Or one by five. Well, we didn't score a goal for three games, three previous <laughs> games, so it was fun. Made up for lost time. It's hard to watch three games in a row when your team doesn't score a single goal. Yeah. it, it That's really fast. It was starting to wear on everyone. <laughs> that hurts. It can be brutal to watch. Uh, before we wrap up this game, Bronico scored. We already mentioned him. Christian Martinez came out as a sub, Bronico as a sub, and Mo Adams as a sub. So those were the three guys that got minutes. Moe Adams got a lot. Uh, he, he came in at like... The 60, years. 61st for Mihailovic. Makes perfect sense. You're mm-hmm. you're winning 2-0 to a team that is clearly not going to beat you. That should be
1: the substitution we make every single game that we're winning. Start Mihailovic, get your goals, Mo comes on. put on Mo. The closer. I think that's like the perfect and Let him run around
0: for 30 minutes and tackle everybody. Yeah, I love it. He
1: can't. I think he came in and got a yellow card within like 10 Great. minutes. Like He should that's do fine. that every game. Yeah,
0: Energy. <laughs> Uh let's transition to the next match. Fire hosting Minnesota Saturday, at seven p.m. out in Bridgeview at the Geek. At the Geek. Francisco Calvo going up against his former club. You know he's gonna be hungry. A week later, just a week after being traded, uh he talked so much shit about them after he left. Some really good low key, like this is how that's how the NBA works and their drama works. Uh this was similar. Just what, were, like, what were some of his comments? All I saw was that he, he played, wanted to play center back. Of he was out of position. Heath put him in the doghouse. He basically said he hated Adrian Heath yeah. without saying it, uh, and you know just kept. He just went on about how he wasn't a good fit and that he is better than Minnesota. Basically, I think this is all me just putting it in my perspective.
1: This is one of the best signings we've had under Nelson Rodriguez.
0: That's bold. Because it's been one game, but <laughs> it's interesting. Do you say that because we we just needed a defender? Any MLS caliber defender that they signed would have been good signing right now. I'll, I'm gonna list off some reasons why I'm super amped about this
1: signing, and none of them has to do with me thinking that Calvo has like made us a contender. Okay. The first one is this is the exact type of move we would have made where we're pi- we're pissed because we let go of someone we know is good. Just because the coach or the manager does not vibe, Like, we've done this a hundred times, so it's like nice to be on the other, other side, side, the receiving side of this. Two, uh, Calvo is a Costa Rican international Tico. Level player. The, Costa Rica is on Good. the same level, if not better, than USA. They're probably better. Like, <laughs> Let's be honest. we don't, we won't get into that. That could be like <laughs> podcast episode number 90, 999, but like, <laughs> there's no doubt that. Costa Rica's a very good international squad, and he is a starting plays, caliber yeah. center back on that team. There is merit to that. Um, third, he's hungry as hell. He's feisty. He he wants to prove Minnesota that they were idiots for trading.
0: He was feisty before that. this.
1: Oh yeah, he's a fighter. He will blow a game for us, probably. Yeah, he'll get a red card in like the 30th minute, and we'll lose. But I think he's going to win us more games than he loses us.
0: He's uh,
1: I like his attitude. he's already an upgrade he's passionate we
0: don't we literally had no defenders and when I say that I don't mean we didn't have defenders of his quality we yep. actually didn't physically have defenders.
1: We should talk about this and uh, relating to this point
0: this I mean, was a steal what, what happens
1: when Marcelo is healthy so then we have Kapelhoff Marcelo uh, Calvo and Basti who would all be theoretical starting center
0: backs Calvo left wing back. Against good teams. And he's but isn't gonna,
1: that the position that he didn't want to play in the first place? If he wants to be on a team that's looking to
0: win, he's got to suck it up. He can't just go around playing. You don't think we put Bashti up into the he midfield? He could. It's fluid. They could move around. I don't think there's going to be a set in stone rule there. But even in this game, Calvo got up that left side a couple times. Yeah, he's really good on the ball. So I could definitely see him playing some left left wing back or even left back against better MLS teams. I'm into it.
1: I'm I'm just really excited. But yeah, I that, thought that was a great signing. I think it, and it, we didn't spend anything. It's a steal.
0: I don't care like about Tam gam. gam I, I literally don't care anymore when they talk about the amount. Like, oh, is this the appropriate amount or is that? Well, like, who cares? Because in two years, it's going to yeah. be a different amount. It's the MLS is money, anyways. It's, yeah, it's hard to even They're honest. just going to change what it means yep. in a year or two.
1: Spend it while you got it.
0: Yeah. We needed a defender. So props to Nelson for bringing one in. I thought in. that was a
1: good interleague move from Nelson.
0: I don't know why. I guess they had that big of an issue with him, because I don't see why they would let a player like him no, go for like, basically nothing. Yeah. Because I don't... What are they going to do with the Tam game? Who knows? What What did we do with our Tam game? We, I don't know where it went. Or yeah, It's too hard to keep track of. Exactly. So... I don't know. Minnesota uh, is coming off a 1-1 draw with Seattle.
1: They played a good game. I actually watched that game, in Minnesota. Uh, of course you did. Minnesota Do you lineup. like balloons more than the fire? Not more than the fire, but they are by far my second favorite team in the league. Okay. I Their new stadium is amazing. I love the culture up there. I think their team is not that good, but they've been playing better this year. They, they could maybe hunt for a playoff spot.
0: That'd be cool.
1: They got some fun players on that team.
0: Yeah, they don't have Calvo anymore. It's going to be a fun game. I think we can beat the uh, Minnesota, though. All uh, right, let's do quick contender standings because we haven't in a while. All right, let me pull up MLS standings real quick. I got, we got them in the document, dude. Dude, but your document is not in front of me right now. Okay, now it's in front of me. No,
1: yep. yep.
0: You want to start with East or West? I'd say West because I think... Uh, The top four in the West is the Western standings. I'm going to disagree. Okay. (laughs) You just had to do that. (laughs) Well, LAFC is clearly the best team in the West, even though they tied the fire.
1: Number one and two, I think we're not going to disagree
0: on. Both LA teams? Yeah. I'm
1: going to disagree with number three.
0: Do you have Seattle or Dallas? Yeah, I got Seattle. Seattle, then Houston? Yeah. Yeah, I guess you give Seattle the benefit of the doubt because it's seattle is that what you're thinking yeah although i'm looking now i didn't houston's, on a houston's tear. point per game is 2.38 higher than lafc's uh, houston let's keep in mind houston has also played six home games and only two away games six out of eight at home Get that means something that means they're frauds because we know that mls road results are near impossible yeah and they're important too so I don't it. I'm going with Seattle as okay. my 3 squad. Yeah. So LAFC, LA Galaxy, Seattle, then Houston. Yep. Cool. On to the east. East is is a tougher a
1: cluster F.
0: It's tough to even say who you think the best is. I can't pick. None
1: of the teams are worthy of a number 1
0: choice. Well, you're you're preseason team that you liked i know is has risen to the top of the i'm table. gonna
1: pick them as number one so philadelphia I think they're one they're playing fantastic i think they made a bad trade recently though they let a com go to columbus i thought that was a huge What'd they mistake get? i don't remember nor do i he
0: care. he's been bad for them though
1: not recently this season yeah but like he's been last playing. year he was terrible last year he was terrible
0: he could barely get on the field he was so bad so I don't know. A com will score against us, and Without a Columbus will It'll be in the 90th minute, and we'll be tied one to one. It'll be a game we need to win too. Yep, can't wait. You can mark that down. Uh, but I think Philly.
1: I mean, DC maybe is the. If you want to argue, DC is still number one in the East. I would buy into that argument. Otherwise, I'm going
0: Philly. I I I like Philly. Let's go Philly then DC. Two. Then though? DC. The next I one. think it's Toronto. Yeah, I agree. Toronto's three, and I still think it's Montreal. As bad as they were against us, they've also had some really good games recently. I'll
1: I'll agree for this week, but I want to let you know, and I think you'll agree that Atlanta right now is a close number five there.
0: They're, they need like one or two more wins. They're surging. And they can get into that top four.
1: I think they're starting to play... Light. We should all be afraid. Yeah, exactly. I think they're gonna end on, on, at the top of the East. Honestly. Yeah.
0: Well, it's a cluster. I mean, there no one's really. It's gonna be this way. I think the whole season. I don't think anyone's gonna break away. No. Who? Uh,
1: looking at the top seven in the East, who are the fire gonna catch? Of those. Who teams?
0: do they have potential to catch? I would. You gotta. Say. You gotta point at
1: Columbus, Toronto, Montreal,
0: or New York City. Those Any of those three teams have the potential to just crash and burn. Yeah. I don't think it'll be Columbus, though. Really? They seem to just make the playoffs every year.
1: They do. I'm not buying it. They got a new coach. I'm not yeah, buying I'm into the sustainability one. of the new coach. It's not like he's California. some guy that
0: just But Giassi's not
1: scoring. Those points aren't coming off the back of them playing like halter used to. I'm not fully bought in on Columbus. I yet.
0: think there's I, there's potential we could catch them, but I wouldn't count on it. Like I think, do you think Montreal's I like our chances of Montreal or NYCFC? Montreal's where they are without Piatti, though. <coughs> That's I know, what's but scary. They don't have like the history of like proving that they can yeah. go the distance. It's, a, it's not going to be easy for us. No, we're already. Pretty. I mean, we're only one point behind. But it I, it I man, think I we think. now have a better squad than NYC, Columbus, those two teams. Definitely. I really do.
1: And Mont- Montreal.
0: Probably with a healthy Piatti, maybe it's close. Yeah, good point. But yeah, I, I mean, I think we're as good, if not better, than all three of those teams on paper. Just gotta get those points now. Yeah. All right, part one done. You good? <sighs> you wanna do a part two? No breaks. No breaks. Alright, part two. Holy cow. Welcome back, it's part two. Part dos. Where we talk about
1: the Chicago Fire's recent news that we are moving out of Bridgeview, Illinois. Yeah, all but official now, right? And the good part about this news is that every Chicago Fire fan agrees (laughs) on what to believe about this news
0: yes there are no disagreements whatsoever it's a beautiful thing it's unanimous
1: it's beautiful it's like when we i was gonna do another world war ii reference but i'm not a history buff and i don't want to step what were you it, gonna say just like that it's like when like usa like everyone in the usa
0: decided to rally we together the nazis that's a good I, that one works that one works. I think so because I think everyone wanted to be only the Nazis. on that sarcastic note because clearly, like the fire fan base is not <laughs> actually united yes. at this time. I understood. Okay. All right. Thank you for
1: clarifying. Thank you. This is why I should never do historical references.
0: That one was pretty good. Thanks, man. All right. So yeah, I mean, everyone seems to know about it besides Nelson Rodriguez because he said he had no idea about it, um, yet he. Did entertain questions about the (laughs) rebrand, but he still has no idea about leaving Bridgeview. So are there a few details to be worked out? I don't know. I don't really want to get into that whole thing, but it is funny that he wouldn't recognize it. He recognized that uh,
1: they were in conversations to finalize it, but nothing had been finalized, which is a weird stance to take. Like, you think he would have been like... We, we're, you know, we're really trying, we want this.
0: Everything yeah. has to be that way with him. It, it can never just be black and white. He just can't. Yeah. It's all down the middle. He shades everything.
1: Sometimes I think that's a good trait for a GM to have, like, what else is he going to say? But other times not, it's just Not like,
0: when you haven't won and you have no the track thing. record of it's, doing it's anything good. It's impossible
1: to trust and believe him when you like, Alright, so say we're winning, like, sure, we can be like, ha ha ha, Nelson's just being a politician, like, not putting any, any, you know, real words, Mm -hmm. but, like, when he sucks and he's like, winning is the most important thing, I understand that. Like, you clearly don't, because otherwise you'd be up here being like, I don't know why I
0: still have a job, because that's
1: what you really should be saying.
0: Exactly. I tweeted that, uh, like, everyone, like, every time he does one of these, like, roundtables, people are just complained so much Mm -hmm. like what would happen if just no one showed up or watched could all the media people just not go and just send like i know it's not going to be a lasting and it's not going to be an impact but i think it'd be really funny if he showed up and just no one was there i
1: definitely agree it would be incredibly funny but it also defeats the purpose of like having a media because like they're there to like hold him accountable like I know, their job is to ask him hard questions, and his job is to, like, literally not just answer any everything. of the hard questions. But if they're not there, then it's even worse, because then he just gets to perpetuate What if we just do
0: it once? I think it would be funny.
1: I think it would be really funny if we did it once. Like, the next one. Just don't show up. I, I agree. It would be I, sweet. It would definitely be funny.
0: Maybe yeah. not realistic. I'm not saying anything. And nothing's going to happen. I'm just saying it would be funny. It'd be great. What, here's the scenario.
1: What if we do what you say, we don't... No one goes to the next round table.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And it motivates Nelson Rodriguez to become the greatest general manager of all time.
0: Exactly. We got to do it. We'll never know. <laughs> we don't do it. And then if, we if sign. If all the people don't do it. Ronaldo and Messi. this This summer. This summer. In the transfer
1: window. Can't wait. You're $300 million
0: dollar expenditures.
1: <laughs> Nelson out of his own pocket. <laughs> yeah. I think he doesn't have that much money. <laughs>
0: He owes it to us. <laughs> I agree. Uh, but what, what are your overall... Because, I mean, we we did a podcast on the rebrand mm-hmm. when there was news that they probably were moving, but it was way more of a rumor at that point. Uh, it sounded like it was going to happen, but it was more... I wasn't, like, confident. I'm going to... so. The rebrand, I don't really care to get into that much. No, yeah. Or the stadium until the
1: rebrand gets like announced or anything. It's not. And they probably won't rebrand. I don't think they're
0: gonna. I really don't. I could see them doing, like, a reshaping of the badge and, like, do some new new cool logo. kits. We're not going like... to change
1: our team name. I just don't see that happening. Yeah, they don't need to. And if they do, we can speculate then. We can be pissed off and shout mm-hmm. into the void. But right. for now, I want to focus on what does moving to Soldier Field mean for the fire. Lay it out. I don't think it's going to be... Like a huge difference from what we're currently experiencing in In terms of the 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 product on the the product. Yeah, I don't think anyone disagrees with that. We're gonna move to the we're gonna move to Soldier Field next year, and barring any like tremendous signings out of thin air, we're gonna be the same mediocre to below average team that we currently are. Sure, I don't think anyone's disagreeing with that. What I have a stance on that like people disagree with and everyone's been on Twitter we've been sharing our thoughts and i love it it's a nice passionate debate everyone
0: is entitled to their own opinion
1: i just think there's no way that this isn't at least a slight improvement in terms of the atmosphere and the energy within the city about this team i i like you can't convince me that bridgeview like that bridgeview is equal to soldier field no I mean, I agree. It's with you. a goddamn huge NFL stadium. It's far cooler to go there, to be there. I don't care what the revenues are. Let's go straight to MLS, anyways.
0: Yeah. I don't
1: care that it's going to be uh, at 10% capacity rather than 15% capacity because it's still no one's there. I think that it leaves us a lot of room to have cool growth growth opportunities new fans i think with big games when zlatan comes to town or when we're in the playoffs it that is going to be a 30, 40, much go. cooler atmosphere than it was in bridgeview i i i don't i don't believe that bridgeview had this like passion that was underlying waiting for us to be good again like i think people no. were just done with bridgeview
0: i agree you Bridgeview is tapped out. There's your, I mean that in the sense of getting new people on board yep. and getting them on the fire bandwagon. It's tapped out. It's been, what, 12, 13 years now out in Bridgeview? Um, yes. We're not going to all of a sudden get a new wave of fans to start going to Bridgeview every week to be fire fans. No matter it's just what not happening. the success um, of this team is. And, but then people will point their argument to that is that, well, when we had Blanco, it was sold out. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for like all of the summer games, for those two years.
1: Not to mention,
0: it, the stadium was
1: still pretty new back then.
0: A new, a pretty new thing. And he was like a cultural
1: icon. Yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, this is a semi-competitive MLS team. No, it was like, this is one of the He's greatest Mexican yeah. players of all time. Yeah. And he had swag, and he had character, and back then, I think the Mexican fan base was a lot more passionate, a lot more prevalent than it currently is, Yeah. In, at least in the Chicago community. Yeah,
0: and you could probably point because to of the,
1: the ownership for some of that. Ownership, and because of Blanco. I mean, he was there. He was attracting these yeah. fans.
0: I mean, it was... But I don't think that you can just be like, well, if we just sign, you know, some new new cultural icon, that Bridgeview is going to be packed again. I, yeah, I agree. We signed Bastian Feinsteiger. <laughs> yeah, if that it was doesn't... packed for like three games. I agree. I think well, there's you're right. six or seven thousand people a game there now to see the fire. If Schweinsteiger not the cultural
1: not... icon to bring people to Bridgeview, who is? Right. Right. Like, like, who?
0: Who can we get? Literally, Ronaldo or Messi. <laughs> yeah. Is that what it's going to take to save Bridgeview? Yeah. I I just I know, and it's all it's all personal. Like we've been saying, there's going to be a lot of people. In the burbs that are gonna dislike the move, and I understand that it's not easy to get to Soldier Field, it'll be a pain in the ass. Yep, but I think the potential for new fans, and I'm not talking about just you bringing one person to the game, but yeah. for them to like get a significant the city, the millennial fan in the city. And I'm sorry, but that's who the MLS is, that's their fan base, and it's not there's no wrong, there's no nothing wrong with them targeting. Like family,
1: youth, soccer, you guys in the burbs that are like, they're like dads that are coaching their son's 15-year-old soccer team. Look look
0: at all the the MLS teams that do have great attendance. It's like, it's the millennials, right? I mean, it's, that's just the reality of it. Yeah. And I don't see how staying in Bridgeview, you're going to just get waves of new fans to go to games, unless you're playing Zlatan, and then it'll sell out. I agree, I, and the other the
1: other part of the argument that I kept hearing was that, well, what's the point of moving to Soldier Field if we're just going to move it to a soccer specific? Why pay sixty million to get out of Bridgeview? I have. I have, go ahead. I'll, I'll I'll take a first step at this. I it, it I have a firm belief that I think a lot of people are going to disagree with that. Listen to this. I think that Soldier Field is a perfectly
0: viable, permanent solution to the Chicago Fire's home stadium. I agree with you. I don't. I think people are looking past that. They think it's just not a possibility. It's terrible. Why? Because the fire failed there 15 years ago
1: and because i think the whole when they moved to soldier field they knew it was semi like that it wasn't a permanent move if you if you it's treat an option soldier field like it's your permanent field going forward and you market it and you make sure that you coordinate with the bears and with the soldier field staff that like let's make this field beautiful for chicago fire game days and you say this we're going to stay here and we're going to bring in revenue and we're going to generate interest to soldier field it will happen why can't it work? I point. There are, what, three off the top of my head examples of very successful fan bases happening at the same place that an NFL team plays. Mm-hmm. They are, I don't care that they're the second-rate team. Good. MLS is second-rate. Well, yeah, rate. we're not going <laughs> like, to be. To the NFL, like, what do you, you think? We're the, unless the fire can be the number one attraction of a given venue that they can't have success? Like, no. That's complete garbage. Yeah. I, I agree. I don't see why
0: it couldn't work.
1: Not to I mean, mention we're gonna rob taxpayers. If we build a new soccer specific stadium, you know it's gonna be in some poor neighborhood where rent prices are not gonna move up. Like we're gonna talk about gentrification, we're gonna have issues with that. We're gonna have TIFs where the Chicago steals money from people and like defers it from education into some rich developer's pocket just to build this soccer specific stadium. Like we don't need another stadium. No city needs another stadium. One Stadium is good enough for all outdoor sports. Chicago, and Soldier Field is I've a seen soccer stadium. games
0: there, and I think they're perfectly fine. Yes. Like, I, I don't, Look at the Copa America. But I've talked to people that are like, well, it's so bad for soccer games. I'm, I don't get that. I've gone many times and have seen good games with good crowds, and I think the sight lines are fine. It's incredible. It's I saw
1: Messi score a hat-trick there from but, an opposite end, and it was like the most magical thing I've ever seen.
0: Yeah, I don't get the hatred towards going there. I don't either. Um... I know the players don't like the field, I guess. The grass is always long because yeah. the Bears yeah. keep it long. Um, that could be a speed bump. But that's like minor, right? I got to believe that can be... Like, so the Chicago Fire have the thickest grass in MLS. So?
1: Yeah. What's Le- the big deal? it
0: won't be the, the dirt. Montreal they... is a brown field. Yeah, exactly. New York plays on a baseball diamond. Yeah, I'm, I'm
1: with you, man. I, I think I, I haven't heard that enough that of all the hubbub of this conversation that we're having on Twitter, that the Fire fans are having, that everyone's having, no one is saying that the Soldier Field could be a viable, permanent solution. And I don't understand it. And, listen, i It has to be done correctly. I'm not saying that moving to Soldier Field and that's it, like, is suddenly fixing this franchise. But, like, if you stay in Soldier Field and you know it's going to be permanent and you start... And the ownership starts taking accountability for itself and signing players and, like, Firing coaches when they should be fired and and spending the money required of, uh, to get Miguel Almiron, the next El Miguel Almiron. This is very tenable. I mean, like, I
0: don't understand why that wouldn't work. Well, this is a step towards that, right? Like, if you move to Soldier Field and you get the city a little invigorated and you start playing well and you get twenty-five 000 to 30,000 people showing up, that is more incentive for current ownership or potential new owners to come in and invest money. Yep. That's not happening in Bridgeview.
1: Absolutely that's not.
0: N- that's not happening. 100% agreed. Mansueto is not buying into the fire to have the Bridgeview fire team for the rest of his life. That is mediocre. Yep. Right? The,
1: and that's it's a huge point. Is this The ceiling in Bridgeview is, cap. is it's dwarfed it's by done. the ceiling in Soldier Field it. or any soccer-specific stadium we have in, in the city. Are, We've hit it. it the was, cap is...
0: For all those people, the cap
1: was when Cuautlema Blanco right. was playing a full stadium in Bridgeview. The counterpoint
0: of the argument is always Blanco, yep. and how you counter that is to say, well, that was yeah, it. That was, that it. was the cap. That we all enjoyed we hit, it. We hit the ceiling of Bridgeview and whatever the stadium was called back then, Toyota Park, I think. <laughs> that was this. That was the mat. That was the good atmosphere. We had a couple good years, and since then it has not been nearly as fun, and it won't be. It, it's maxed out there. In Bridgeview, I'm sorry for them. They also didn't hold up their end of the bargain in some ways. Yep. There's nothing to do in Bridgeview. No disrespect to the people that live there. I mean, they're just I like mean, any other suburb. It's just another suburb, and, yeah. and you can't get there in public transportation. You need a car yep. or a bus. Yep. Literally. There's no public transportation. It takes an hour to get out of the parking lot. I mean, you're just locked in out there, yep. and it's never going to be... The fire just won't be taken seriously, there is my opinion.
1: I agree. I, I, I didn't think we were going to agree on this podcast. Uh, they can't be taken
0: seriously out in Bridgeview. We made our name the Bridgeview Fire because we were being sarcastic assholes. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Because it was funny <laughs> originally.
1: That's why I tweeted earlier about uh, <laughs> missing out on all those uh, water tower tourists, you know? Yeah. Those are some good fire fans potentially.
0: But I, I don't know what else to say. I'm all like, very on record. Get out of there. GTA, it has uh, not worked. I'm with you. You can't. And I like you. Just I'll listen to counterpoints, but I've just the only counterpoint I agree with is that there's a
1: very likely chance that we're still garbage next year and the year after that. But, but that, that doesn't mean that it's not the right. But how does to that fix you field?
0: staying in Bridgeview Correct. either? So what, you're just going to be shitty in so yeah, Bridgeview should should forever? Yeah, are just be
1: inevitably shitty?
0: Out in Bridgeview.
1: Oh, yeah, sure. Okay, that sounds like a I'd great I'd rather plan. be
0: shitty and, and
1: at Soldier Field. And like, everyone's like, well, all we needed was good ownership and to sign really good players. We could do that in Soldier Field, too. Yeah. <laughs> we,
0: could, we could sign some really good players and be competitive at Soldier Field just as easily as we could at Bridgeview. And the atmosphere will be just as good at Soldier Field because right now... SeatGeek Stadium has no atmosphere. <laughs> there, no one goes. I'm sorry for less the people than 5, that.
1: five thousand people at the Reds what, game.
0: Yeah, what did they announce the attendance? They announced. I don't know what they announced actually.
1: But Dude, there's there's no, like, definitely less than five k.
0: Yeah, empty. And I like huge props to the guys that are loud and go every game in on of both course. ends. You know, sector Latino. great. But no one is going to these games. That is fact. There's not a
1: single casual uh, you can't... fan making it to Bridgeview.
0: Yeah. I mean look at the pictures of the just the seats. There no one is going. No. It's sad. It is sad, but it's so hard to get there. I'm just I can't get there. Seven o'clock after work, there's no way.
1: Yeah, we I mean we did we did get there for six years I think we did season tickets. We got there. Yeah. On weeknights, on weekends when we had other plans, we got to Bridgeview. And it was... uh, Miserable. It was horrible. I mean, if we weren't doing the party bus, it was... It's bad. It was a long... It was a day trip. I mean, it it was a full day. Oh, yeah. It's a full day. Full day's event. And it was a fun event. No one's doubting that, but that that's not going to attract everyone else. We're we're recording a goddamn podcast about it and we can hardly get ourselves to get to Bridgeview. Think about people that won't record a podcast about the fire.
0: Yeah. I just can't get myself to go out there that much anymore. No. It's too it's too hard. But people would call us not real fans cuz we don't go to Bridgeview every for every I game. Mean, and that's another uh, I don't want to get into the We the, should
1: say that for another firepod cuz that attitude pisses me off.
0: Yeah, there's a current Thing going around fire fandom that basically everyone thinks they're better than everyone else is yeah. basically the yeah. underlying. Some, somehow it turned into a competition of who's a real who's fire fan. Who's the best isn't. fire fan? Just because
1: we all care about the same thing and have disagreements, now suddenly like one side's right and the other. The side people
0: right that wrong. are taking that stance are ruining it for everyone, Come and they're on. part of the reason the club will be held back mm-hmm. if they do move. It's not. It's on everyone. It's not just the players. The ownership. We know they the ownership's been terrible. Yep. But, like, the Fire fans have just been brutal lately, and we ha- yep. we have to take responsibility for that, the, too. The passionate fans, of which there are a few. I mean, I would say there's
1: less than, like, 500 super passionate Chicago Fire fans out there.
0: I don't know. If not, less. I don't know how to put the number on no, of that. Of course not. Yeah, yeah. But Just, yeah, there's not a lot.
1: Theoretically, like think about the number of like super passionate like following every day. Like, is there any fire news? Like, fo- listening to podcasts or going to the games or or watching the games, whatever. Of those fans, like, there's so much in like like arguing and like mm-hmm. I, I don't.
0: No one agrees about anything.
1: And it's it's not. It's okay to disagree. It's okay to have different opinions on all this stuff. Of course it is. But when you start doing this personal attack... Or
0: yeah, where's the Some respect?
1: fans are better, other fans are worse, and, like, you should do it this way or this way. It's like, God, it's just... Give me a
0: break. I want to see the fire win games. It's a waste
1: of energy. It's it's how you know we're bad. Like, it's definitely a... If we were all good, we could all just, like, talk about how the fire are great and enjoy ourselves. Like, it's definitely a product of us sucking, but...
0: For many years, It's tiring.
1: Yeah. Even, like, we should be self-aware enough as fire fans to know that like us arguing is a result of us sucking. So stop arguing and just like either like cheer cheer on the team shamefully like everyone else or or
0: just find solutions. Yeah. Don't or, or don't just, compete against one another. Don't don't yell. Don't. It's not worth it. <laughs> I don't think so, but we can't stop it. No. Yeah. Sour note to end on, but the Fire did win. five zero. remember that?
1: Fire won
0: 5-0. What do you got? Minnesota, are we going to win? Lose oh, or draw?
1: I think we're going to beat Minnesota.
0: I'm going to say 3-1. to I would love that result. Because I'd like to see more goals. You got Guy Tan on the score no, sheet? No, Nico again. Nico Triple? No, Nico, Georgie, Ooh, and Bastion.
1: That'd be a fun game. <laughs> are you going to the game?
0: I think... I'm going to try.
1: My Maybe brother. I'll swing
0: out there on the way out for Mother's Day. So.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Happy Mother's Day to all the moms. Yeah, the, all the moms. The, the mom
0: fire fans.
1: I'm sure a lot listen to and this. And even if you're day. a mom Minnesota United fan, happy Mother's Day. Mm-hmm.
0: Who does your mom root for now that your brother lives she, in Minnesota? She Okay, good.
1: She knows at least one <laughs> It's all about She part. could at least mispronounce fashion fighting style.
0: That's good. That's pretty cool. Sweet. Yeah, we're gonna win. I hope there's no other option. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so you got anything else for the average ad- listener? Nah. Uh, thanks, thanks for listening to the last one. We love you all. If you've made it to this
1: part uh, yeah, of the podcast, you've got to